You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yo, you know who it is, yeah, what's up everybody, you know who it is, the highest host, Adam Ill, turn out right here on another episode of the podcast, baby! I know y'all don't know what's uh, been going on before the show unless you're watching it on Twitch. So shout out to everyone watching the live stream on Twitch, everyone listening to this wherever the fuck you at on Hayes Radio. If it's in your car or basement or grow room or trim or shop or wherever the fuck you at, I appreciate you. Of course, those sounds are provided. Uh, that's live, by the way. That's live. That's live tickling the Ebony's and Ivories right there. Mr. Kentronimus Prime, Mr. Kenstrumentals. Mr. Ken Wynn. What's going down? What's up, dude? Man, this traffic was just too much today, man. Damn. Listen, it's all good. I know. It was, it's, it, I feel like it is getting worse now than it was before the whole quarantine. I feel like now, like, I, I was at Six Flags Magic Mountain uh, a couple times in this month. And I would go to grocery stores and I go to, like, you know, regular things. And it's like, I feel like there's more fucking people now. I don't know if it's because they closed certain parts of the stores off because they're not allowed to open all the way, but now they're letting 100% of people in and like certain restrooms are closed and concession stands are closed and aisles are closed. And you're like, now we're just crowded even more. Like, what the fuck is this? It's their right to be out. So they're like, fuck you, I'm out. So I'm just going to be out just because. And that yeah. uh, that smooth, sultry voice you're hearing is uh, our guest for the day. He is a pioneer in the space. One of the, I think one of the first dudes um, to actually be a part of testing cannabis for uh, potency and for mold and for mildew and for all sorts of things. Uh, he is also a connoisseur of the concentrates. I think this man probably smokes better hash than your favorite hash smoker so whatever hash you've probably seen uh he's probably smoked better yeah i'm saying yeah i don't give a fuck uh i am talking about the man addison demora of 800 pound mantra baby welcome back how you doing dude i'm good man i'm good he's out here just heady boyed out he's got his fucking $2,500 rig with his $2,500 nail and his $2,500 carb cap and his $2,500 torch and his <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. that heady lifestyle, baby. It's all about function, man. Uh, you got to have good functioning stuff. You know that's... You know what's good function for me? What's that? Backwards? A nice, fresh tobacco leaf. No, not backwards. Those are trash. Okay. okay. I like a nice, fresh, <laughs> flavorful leaf. Some nice, fresh cannabis. Okay. Nothing that's been sitting on the shelf in a dispensary for six months before it was sitting on a, a, a distribution center shelf. And before that, it was just sitting at the farmer's shelf. Yeah. So I want to get some straight from the farm. Fresh, delicious. It still fucks. You know, I like nugs that fuck. Straight I, from the farm. So you mean the black market? No, no. I just mean <laughs> no, no. We don't like we don't like the term black market. We do traditional, oh, traditional. market here. Yeah, my bad. Uh, my bad. We do the traditional vibes, but traditional. I, I just want some. It's like it's like a, a like a farmer's market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let me yeah. get let me get like it your straight, friend's house straight from the farm, dude. Yeah, I know what you mean. Let, let yeah. me get it. Like I like my nugs to fuck. I don't know the equivalent of that with terps because I know you're. Uh, what is your percentage of consuming concentrates over flowers? Like I'm 95% flower, 5% concentrate. I'm probably 
I feel like you're 100% concentrate. I don't think pretty I've seen close. you smoke flour in years. Pretty close. Yeah, I think it's pretty much 100%. Never concentrate. seen a joint, a blunt. Uh, but you know what? I will Never randomly, seen a bong. Randomly, I'll smoke a joint of like good sour D or something like that. It just has to be, it has to be such good shit, man. For me, for flour. Cause you, cause smoking flour gives you cancer. It's carcinogenic. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. So here's what you're doing. Wait, you're combusting. You're combusting carcinogenic material, and you're consuming it in your lungs. And then dabbing, so dabbing's non-carcinogenic. Why? Because it's, it doesn't not combustible. What do you mean? I've vapor. seen people fucking do temp temp dabs that were hot as fuck. That that shit combusts. Still just a vapor. What do you mean yeah. it's still just a vapor? So <laughs> if I heat up my nail and it's glowing red, <laughs> right, and I take some concentrates and I put it on there and it just that's that's still vape. If it's above a thousand degrees, it's probably not good. <laughs> 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 that, that's when you get risky. That's. But they cool down, they cool down pretty quick as soon as you put the concentrate in. So if you put if you if you hit it at a thousand degrees with a massive dab, it cools pretty fast. So and then depending on how fast you cap it, so I mean dabbing is just the point is is dabbing is uh it's non-combustible, it's a vapor. It doesn't it won't it's non-carcinogenic for that reason. But you know, do your thing, dude. Don't fucking look how long Keith Richards has been alive. Don't look, don't let, let me this inhale shit my butane. <laughs> let me inhale my butane torch butane lighter as you light your backwoods. <laughs> into the to- it's not a backwood. Oh sorry. We used to I just leaves. call them backwoods. It's, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like it's like a, a it's like Xerox or like Kleenex. Tissue. Yeah, yeah, it's like Kleenex. It's, it's like Kleenex. Q-tip. It's not Kleenex. It's, it's fucking like tissue. It's not Q-tip. Man. It's a cotton swab. That's right. Exactly. That, that's it's not a Xerox. It's a do people still use that term Xerox copy machine? I think it's out of business. I don't know if that's so. Do people still make? Do people still make copies? I think so. Do they, do and they, offices and shit. We haven't been in offices in a long time, but I think in offices, there's someone could fucking someone who's. Hey, on Chad, do people still use copy machines? Do people, I think so. Do people still use copy? Hold on, they're saying your mic is low on Twitch. Let me just, Mine. No, no, you're good. It's just this. No, it's just this. Oh, there, this thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that should be. That should do it for <coughs> you. Better? Is that better? That should do right. it for you, dude. That should, that should do it for you. I'll I'll talk in this direction. So um, we better. just we just had um, a crazy weekend for our can for our culture. Yep. Um, I feel like you were a part of you know the beginning because I feel like I was at the beginning of the whole concentrate rise the mm-hmm. hash fucking hub when everyone was starting you know it was like Buddha's butter Buddha's what Buddha's earwax Buddha's nectar Buddha and then yep. there was like you know all sorts Vern Vern was blasting Vern <laughs> yes yes Vern uh, Phillips RX yep, Vern Phillips uh, RX there was there was a lot but Davenport Davenport like original dudes I mean highly educated Holy water highly highly educated so Task Rock I think is is responsible for 710 right like he's the one that kind of in the in the rap song, okay. So this is, so I just want to say congratulations. Uh, we are at our ten year anniversary for seven ten. And if you're all, if you were wondering like why the fuck do we celebrate seven ten? Like what does July tenth mean? Like we all know four twenty April twentieth. We heard the thousands of stories, and now we realize it was those fucking deads in NorCal who were just meeting up after school at four twenty every time to smoke some weed. And the that's, Waldos, the right? Waldos. Bro, where's Waldo? They're at the Hang park on. smoking, bro. It was always it always be a hippie like that. So so the so the story of 420 is the Waldos mm-hmm. would meet up at 420 to smoke all yeah, the time. And there was the and it was their code to, to go smoke weed. They'd say meet you at 420, and that was the code to go blow reefer. The, okay. At this one specific fucking spot. Yes. 
The legend that's, has it. So that's been documented. It's not because it's Bob Marley's birthday. It's not because it's like police code for four. And that's for, a boomer holiday. That's the other thing. The four twenty. Yes. What do you mean by boomer holiday? That's those the dude, those dudes are all boomers. That's. that's <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Waldo's are all boomers now, so it's technically a boomer holiday. So that's. I mean, I'm not dissing on 420. I'm not. No, no. Don't get me wrong. Look, 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 we always evolve. We always innovate because I have a new holiday I'm going to celebrate after okay. we talk about 710. Okay. So 420 is the original. It's mostly for flower. It was people were getting together, you know, around the world, 420 yeah. p.m., 420 a.m. Everyone would smoke. It's kind of inconvenient, 420 a.m. But, you know, when we first started smoking, we were like, oh, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one. So then we had, so then all of a sudden, a lot of us were dabbing. I remember 2011, 12, 13, 14. I was, Seven. I was a hundred percent. I was like, fuck flower. It's all about dabs. Yep. And this was hot dabs. And too. this was before, you know, low temp quartz, temp, uh, gauge oh, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Pu- uh, uh, pure clean hash. This was under purge, backyard blasted. This is, this is back when, when Deppy was only a millionaire. <laughs> this is, yeah. This is back when it was uh, uh, PVC into a Pyrex. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Over hot water. Yeah. I'm not telling y'all to do that, but that's when it was. So that's how it used uh, to be. So we needed a holiday. We were like, what about us? What about the hash community? And uh 710 has always been referred to with oil with oil companies, because it's the 710 upside down. If you put it on a cap and you turn it, it spells oil, oil is 710. There's some <laughs> companies that do that. But with us, you know, we were smoking, you know, amber glass, earwax. Fucking BHO. If it don't shatter, it don't matter. Fucking all sorts of sugar crystal sugars. And, um, you know, the general was like oil. So Task Rock, I believe it was in like a private chat room between him, Dan, and there was some other person in the room where they were talking about a new day, a new holiday and 710, which Mm -hmm. is July 10th, became the date. And I believe Task Rock Put it in his songs. We started talking about. It. We threw events. We started saying 710 is the new 420. 710 oil. Yep. People started getting 710 tattoos, and it started going crazy. That 710 is like the time for oil. 710 a.m. 710 p.m. July 10th. Yeah, at the time I was doing the. That's when at high times uh, they had. I would present the the uh, concentrate award, and that yes. was like right around the same time that they kind of came out with that. So it was, yeah. That same push, like that weird, because ta- Task would perform and, you know, the Denver look, event. Yeah, the Denver we had, yeah. there was, there was, uh, there was hash competitions. I know there was a secret cup. Yep. That was, uh, I think one of the first. Might have been. Concentrate only competitions. It was like in some warehouse in downtown, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Shady. Um, no, th- then there was there, there was cups in Colorado. They were doing just like oil cups, and like how I know you and how I first the first here let's let's do a little backstory because Addison's go. been on before, but we'll do a little recap yep. just so y'all understand. Um, I used to be a bud tender at a dispensary at many dispensaries in LA, but this one particularly I was in West LA at the time, <laughs> and we got mail and there was a letter and it was from this man named Addison Demora and it said, <laughs> "Hey, we're here." We're with this testing company. We're new. We can tell you the potency. We'll test for molds and all sorts of like pesticides. Make sure the shit you're smoking is clean. If you're interested, hit us up and we'll test it for you. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, what? Am- and what, what year was it? Like 2008 oh, or 2009? 2009. I think this yep. was 2009. Yeah. 9, 10. 2008, I was still at the radio station. 2009, I think the radio station is the last year where they flip formats. And then that's when 
I fully submerged into the cannabis space. The reaper, yeah. yeah, I was I was smoking and and trapping and doing all that, but I wasn't in like in the cannabis space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I I didn't even know there was a cannabis space. I didn't know there was this like culture. I didn't know like there was this growers network. And then I started finding about like IC Mag and fucking Weed Tracker and, and all these. All these people that are a part of it, uh, uh, you know, the, the whole the whole movement in NorCal for legalizing it with 215, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bay Area. the Bay Area folks, um, you know, all the, the, there was just like a lot that I started learning. And the reason why I started learning it is because after the radio, after I worked it for radio, I went into podcasting and at, this is 2009 and when I'm podcasting, there was like no other cannabis podcast out there. There was one in Colorado, but they were more like political and yeah. more monotone. Whereas I was just trying Activism. to showcase the culture and like the consumption aspect of it. Being a bud tender, I had access to every fucking thing that was in there, be it edibles, any type of edible, weed, concentrates. And the guests I would get were people coming into the dispensary and they were like anybody who smoked weed. And then I started, you know, getting fucking lawyers and politicians and growers and hash makers and scientists and reaching out to companies. And I, think I came on for the lab back then. I had you come on. Yeah. Um, you came on where? At B-Real TV, though. A couple different ones before this one. So at yeah, least yeah. like two different ones before oh, this. Oh, you did the, the BK Live also. I remember yeah. you did the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, two um, different ones, yeah. So, so my first... My first experience with Addison was uh, getting knowing he was part of this lab testing weed and then uh, after I butt tended I started working for a seed company Cali Connection and um, I drove up to uh, the lab with my boy Swerve and fucking Addison IRL and then I got the whole breakdown on testing and got exposed yep. to a whole bunch of new shit and me and Swerve thing. were good friends from, yeah. from Amsterdam we'd known each other for a while before that but yeah, no, that's that's how we met, man. And we were the first. So me and a business partner started the first cannabis testing lab uh, in the United States. And then we, uh, after launching it, we got a bunch of activists that were in Oakland that were, you know, Dale Geringer and Ed Rosenthal and Steve D'Angelo and all these different yippie older cats, you know, that, that had dispensaries or had uh, activism networks that they were working that were that was raising funds and doing stuff like that. So. One of them was uh, the Medical Cannabis Association, and we both, me and Dave, both were part of that, and that's how we got together. And we were trying to figure out a way to uh, to just make money for the Medical Cannabis Association because they were relying on donations and shit. Yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah, it was it was do. tough. Yeah, and then a lot of them probably still now. But yeah, it's still um, kind of do. <laughs> so we we kind of put our heads together. Dave was a grower, and he had a farm in Mendo, and he was doing this like he was donating money. And then when we got together, he's like, yeah, you know, I, so we just kind of started thinking about ideas. And then the testing lab came up because we're like, oh, shit, no one's testing any cannabis. Yeah. And then uh, just put it together. I think it took like almost two years to kind of just get it off the ground. But yeah, it was probably like we got it off the ground. But then what happened was Steve D'Angelo, who owned Harborside, uh, we were really just like learning how to test on a bunch of cannabis and getting paid to do it. Yeah. So... He, he gave us the leeway, the runway, you know, and Harborside gave us the weed to be able to start getting more and more accurate on the testing. And, and first it was potency, then it was uh, mold, uh, then it was pesticide, then it was residual solvents on concentrates and concentrates. And so it was the first testing of, uh, the first detection of CBD in the cannabis supply in California. So we did, all that shit was uh, 08. 
you know, 2008, 2009. And yeah. then we met in 09 when we came to Because in 2009 is, because that's when I, I, uh, I, wasn't working in radio anymore. I went on a vacation. Uh, I went to the motherland. Um, <laughs> and then I came back and was a dispensary. And that's where I met my boy Frankie, who's in the chat right now. And he remembers Frankie. the first day uh, that I came back, he had amber glass. And I he just kept smoking me out Melt with amber face. glass. And he took <laughs> me from, like, you know, a regular just smoker to a professional real quick. See? Real quick, dude. Real quick. Shout out Frankie. Shout out Frankie. Um, so concentrates, dude. Seven ten. Ooh. Concentrates the are holiday. crazy now, dude. They're they've gone all, what's crazy is, remember it was Shatter. Shatter, if it don't shatter, it went, don't matter. But then it went like distillate got invented, and then fucking isolate came, and everyone, oh shit, and everyone thought that was all gonna be the next thing. Yeah. But then it sort of brought its way back to the and now it's back to the original. It's back to solventless. Which was the first hash, and it's now that shit is fucking. So when you say so solventless, can we just can we just uh, just be real ignorant right now? Ice, and ice water hash. So people like yeah. you know, I know some people might not know the terms that we're using. So I'll say so. Uh, non-solvent means water or, or solventless. It's usually water and ice. It, it means there's no chemicals added to extract yep. Yep. any chemicals from the cannabis plant. That's true. So that's that's what. It, but now. Does that mean water and ice is not an uh, uh, uh water is a solvent, technically. Okay. So people will be like, well, water is a solvent. Okay. But the the difference is is that in this case, the the solvent in this case, water, you're only using it because you're gonna get it cold. It doesn't have any property where it's gonna allow something to go into solution, which means it would suspend within the water. That doesn't really happen with water. It, it's you know, especially with cannabinoids and other shit, so the oils, the, water the other things that are in it. kind of freezes up yes. the main chemical compound that we want out of the cannabis, which it is a cold. THC. It, it's a great catalyst So, so it just cold. breaks it instead of like... Yeah. Yep. Okay, so it breaks it off. Makes it rigid. Now, so does that it when matter that, what well, water is used? Here's a question. Everyone probably sees these super macro photos of a, of a stock with a, a big yeah. ball on the top of right. it, right? It's like a fucking... Imagine... Like a, yeah. Imagine... The stock part doesn't have anything that you want. Just the ball has what you want. Right. So if you get everything really cold, the stock is brittle and it'll break away and the ball will float off and get caught into a micron screen, which is separated. And in indicas or sativa dominant strains have different size So you're just freezing or, off. You're freezing it, breaking it off, and then naturally separating with, it. Naturally with water. Not with ice like, and water. Not yeah. like a, a butane. No, 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 no. I mean, but there's advantages to doing that too, though, because the problem with solventless is only certain strains are going to produce enough of these cannabinoids for you to make enough for you to make hash to make it viable. Where if you use a solvent, 90% of the time you're going to get a good extraction from it and have a representation of those. Because it's going to take all those more actors. than just. It takes us the waxes, fats, and lipids, and all the other good stuff that's in it. But you get that stuff too inside of the. The trike, you know, when you're when you make so there's different levels of solventless too. You're gonna go all the way from you know, and they have a star system that they rate stuff, and it's kind of a fuckboy system. But uh, you have one star, two star, three star, four star, five star, six star, and what that has to do with is there's less of certain trichomes or sizes, 
microns of those. Is that, that like the 70U, 90U, <coughs> exactly, 120U? Exactly. So exactly. those are basically the sizes of the screen. The 90 and the 120 are the two melt, the best melt ones that have the least of any of the other contaminants in them. So those are the highest grade, and that'll melt. You could put those two together and then take it and hold it together, and it turns into shatter yeah. on your fingers. Yeah, malleable issue. And then all the way down to the 45... You're now the 45 is more of a food grade, a capsule grade, an edible grade, and that's what's being used in a lot of that stuff now. If you get an edible that has uh, you know some solventless in it, it's going to be a 45U. Typically, it just doesn't make sense to take you know the profit that you can make off a of straight rosin and put it in, unless you're like a 710 or one of those big guys. Um, so a lot of them have gotten smart and they take that 45U and they make a, a you know a vegan gummy. Or yeah, yeah, edibles, edibles, yeah, edibles, yeah. edibles. So <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of the the microns will differ. Now, does the water matter? Has to be cold, and it should be. Is like tap RO. water cool? Or Probably not. People no. use you'll it pick like up, you'll pick up flavor from that shit because it, <laughs> it has stuff in it, man. It can get flinty. It can get very flinty if you. So like, use what the wrong what water. what kind of water are we using? Like reverse osmosis? Yeah, RO water. Not distilled water. What, what you'll have is an what RO. What about spring natural spring water? Ooh, that's, what about, what those, that's what those Humboldt Terp Farmer dudes are doing, I'm sure. And what about ice? Does ice matter? Like, Well, that's what you do. You set up an RO for your ice maker, and you use certain ice because certain ice has more So what's like the best it. ice? Like pearl ice or like no, cube it's like ice? No, it's like this weird-shaped cube ice that's kind of a... Uh, what's a term? I know there's terms for these ice cubes. They're, well, they're, people get very secretive about their Yeah, ice. people they're not share it. I, I'll, I'll get them out for you, Doc. They're the heady boys. Pearl ice. Use a, a pearl ice. No. <laughs> yeah. But it's just crazy to see because, I mean, we were smoking hash oil before there were nails. Yeah, I mean, scary. Be, they were called nails before bangers. I still call them nails. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're old. I'm old, dude. You know, I was smoking out of titanium off a, a red mint go for me. That's like our CTE. <laughs> That's going to be like all of our CTE is all those years of fucking like just, ripping hot dabs to the face, just going fucking benzene poisoning. I was to doing the face. gram globs oh. on that shit back Remember then. Dougie with the fucking metal? Yeah, the, the helmet. Metal helmet covers oh. and shit got hard and dirty. It was like, it <laughs> built in carb caps. Male, all the fucking rigs were male. It was just I still have male rigs. Time, What's man. wrong with male rigs? Whoa, whoa, slow, and you should get those converted, dog. What's those, wrong with male rigs? You are old. Oh. <laughs> I, got, I got a collection of fucking <laughs> 2000. 13, 12, yeah, 14. It all went back on you, man. It all went Don't back worry, Doc. You she, can get them converted. She comes back. I know. Just hand them in. No, they'll, it's they'll just memories, Doc. This is, I could get female bangers, dog. It's all good. Yeah, those are rare. You know, they're those easy. Are tougher. Ah, they should, don't look so good, man. What that you mean? That don't look so good. What you mean? No one can tell. That don't look so good. Look, man. this fool is so about aesthetics, dude. He's like, what? <laughs> no, it's all function. If you got it the other way, it's a little weird seal. I don't know. I don't. No, nah, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. A lot of sculpted rigs, some some of the sculpted rigs will still have a male nail. Yeah. They'll still have a male, just because of the way they'll position or something like that. But He's out here, dude. See, <laughs> that, so like, so you've seen the whole, like, the evolution of 710, um, how it just became a whole subculture within the culture. Yeah. And then I, a vape culture, too, which is interesting, because it kind of, you got these kids talking about blinkies and... You know, they, they're they hitting the vape pens until they blink and yeah, they hit yeah, like yeah. four of them the at a time. Yeah. yeah. Or blinkers. So it's like, it's, that's also, cause they'll, like when we were kids, we smoked brick weed and other shit and like, yeah. we get high on whatever. So there's the same way. They'll get high on whatever. If they, if they can get a vape pen, they'll hit a vape pen. If they can, 
A lot of people got mad at me. I made a com. I did a post a, a, a while ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw it. No. But I said I might have smoking distillate is like drinking sewage water. <laughs> Why would you say that? Uh, because distillate basically there's you don't make distillate out of good weed. No well, one has ever had good weed. I'm like, you know what we're gonna do with this? Make it distillate. Yeah, but there's a lot of things so, that are refined so into what other they, things. So what you what it is? It distillate is basically crude. Mostly, it's crude oil. It's like refined. It's like oil. it's like you know the worst of the sh shit that you can get, and then they process it through many machines to clean it out, to strip it, to they add uh, color to it to change no, the no, color. No, no. That that's all different. That's CRC. So that would be a whole other process. Okay, okay, okay. And, and you're taking like live material and processing it that way to make CRC. So that's different. What you're uh, talking about it. So what you're saying, your opinion is that distillate is trash. But to be honest with you, distillate is just a really potent form and it's clean. It, it could be tested yeah, and be completely clean. Yeah, after it goes through a whole clean. Well, of course, because so you're refining like, it. So like, you know? so like you're purified, purified water. Well, do you know how it's refined? Through machines and, and no, oh, it's machines, but it's refined through separation. Yeah. So you're just you're just separating. Every you know you get dirty looking something, and the reason it's dirty because it has chlorophyll in it. So you got to remove the chlorophyll. So you get the chlorophyll and the particulate and all that shit out of the crude. And once you get all those things out, all the, you know uh, the polarity of the bad stuff compared to the good stuff is different. Once you get that shit out of there, you now have a clean, clear, and it, and there's a terpene that's in there called myrcene. That makes it gold like that so that gold color is a terpene called myrcene so there's all these cool things that that distal it is it just gets it gets a shit name because people started to mix it with with um you know these fillers and this other shit and then when you're vaping that trash it's bad so but straight distal it when it first came out remember when gold when joel and those dudes had the gold and then chris came with the clear when all of it first came Everyone was pretty stoked and it was pretty rad and it was like oh yeah because it was new and then you realized what it was. problem was this. Here's the problem: the we didn't realize this that the batteries we had were heating it too much past the boiling point for whatever terpenes they added, and then it made, made it taste like shit. You know, like when we remember when we used to get good OG hash, it would be like BHO, mm -hmm. and you dab it too hot and it tasted like fish. Yeah. All right, so the tur I what's happening? I just thought that was a uh, bad wax. No, no, no. The tur if you hit it on a lower temp, it would have tasted better. The we didn't know about low temp back then. Well, what happens is when you heat something too hot past the boiling point, the terpene converts, and then a bunch of them convert and taste like trash. So then you just you taste trash because it was too hot. So that's so, why you get a so, so smoking distillate is like drinking purified, is like drinking filtered sewage water. No, drink, no listen, water, I'll be honest with you. Drink Smoking distillate is like drinking vodka. To be honest, that that's really what the comparison is, is that it's 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 refined to the point where it's clear. Vodka's so, not so fucking pure, clear pu it, when no, they first no, make like it. Purified water. Vodka purified. looks vodka looks like fucking uh, uh when it's, you're making it's, vodka. It's potatoes. It, I'm just saying, when you're making vodka, it looks like fucking uh like like almond milk. And then it becomes this clear, crazy shit. The same thing with distillate. It's the same principle. Same idea. Yeah. And, and if you do it correctly, it's clean. It's good. Okay, but that's what I'm saying though. The start of it is Trash. The, and then they, the start of it is waste material or other material. <laughs> waste that, is trash. Listen, waste, you want listen, waste listen, is trash. listen. No, no, no. Listen. There's only certain places you can go to get bulk active compounds in order to make these things, and that's in bulk material. And one man's trash is another man's. A chemist can take that 
what Adam considers trash, and he, and he says no. it's trash because you can't smoke it. No, but you can't do I'm anything saying, with like, it. They do that shit with sewage water. You take sewage water and they they filter it and they they separate all the trash but in it. But sewage water has doo doo in it. This yeah, is but fucking, they clean it. This is plant matter that Cru- might be like yo. There might be some pubic hair in that what, what, shit. There might right, be some just, fecal well, matter just, in there. Let's just talk. Let's talk straight straight facts. What typically it is, and you, you tell know, me there won't be fecal matter in well, any. No, check it out. Crude? There's a big company called Sisu, and they're they're up north, and uh, they what they do is they purchase a lot of material of any type from any maker, any producer, and they Let me inspect get all your floor it. trim. They inspect it, they look at it, <laughs> they bring it in, they grade it, and then they they strip the active compounds from that stuff. Because there's active compounds in there yeah, that are worth money. Yeah, of course. Money. Yeah. So they mine active yeah. compounds Look, from the material. Instead of throwing all your trash away, please give it to us. <laughs> what we will do is take your trash yeah. and we will clean it and filter it and separate it and, and take all the good stuff out of it and we'll make something delicious. So, hey, That's give good. me your trash. Just like, hey, let me take this sewage water right here, put it through these machines, let me clean it, take out all the trash, Look let me add trash. some chemicals to it, clean it up. No and chemicals. Then, bam, there's here no we chemicals go. in the process. So how are they cleaning? It. They're cleaning it usually with ethanol, which is, which is, uh, <laughs> which is, uh, <laughs> which is, which is uh, ethanol is a gas, you know, it's a liquid gas, uh-huh. you know, so, or okay. something like that. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, it's, I'm not a chemist, man. I'm it's not, not a chemist. chemical. I just know these weird Ethanol's things. Ethanol's not a chemical. It just comes with those, uh, with those the skull and like, crossbones on those it. Yeah. Sa- the skull, the, the skull and crossbones. Those safety numbers where there's the yellow, blue, red box, and it tells Spells you the death. fucking yeah. numbers. It's like, hey, this is a flammable. This well, when you think you, about don't it, don't consume though. it. But when you like right now chilling here and with your background when you talk about ethanol it's like oh well ethanol's scary and it's bad but all those different solvents just have different polarity so they use yeah. different ones because they'll pull more of the like you were just saying like oh the chlorophyll will come through well that's usually with a different one then you use a different one from that that's more expensive it'll only pull certain stuff and it's a shorter extraction so it's look, it just depends you it's have all to good. use these you things, smoke so. what you smoke look there's it's, and it's then fine you clean i'm not them. mad at it i smoke flour i used to love oil to i still guy. dab look i still dab my favorite you smoke tobacco <laughs> my favorite my so. favorite thing to dab is my blunt rosin okay. which, which is okay. delicious okay well you've tried it <laughs> No. You've never tried it? That's not going to happen. You don't think you'll ever try it? No, why the fuck would I do that? That's Bro, fu- the terps look are at, so think of, unique. Think of how many years that would take me back in my health if I did what? that. What? That's like taking a fucking super shot of toxic tobacco terps. I can't, fire. I can, no, player. Listen, every not fire. Every culture <laughs> in the world okay. besides this, this country that we're in yep. mixes their cannabis with tobacco. That's too bad. Am I am I lying right now? No, they do. They do. If South America, Splits, Europe, yep. Canada, like you know everyone why? does it. You know why? Because the entourage effect of no. a feminine plant no. and a masculine plant no. being together makes no. the whole yin yang effect possible for you to enjoy the plant That's how it should be. Reason. Because shamans use tobacco <laughs> as well as ritual as, as ritualistic. Well, shamans smoke. use it because it it. Uh, it's a what is it a bronchial dilator? Or it, <laughs> increases your blood flow. I love so they you, mix Addison. It. I fucking love you, dude. You, just, you got these mir- mysteries and theories that you're talking about here. <laughs> fucking throwing it down. No, no, I just be I just be talking shit. Look, if you smoke distillate, I love y'all, dude. But tobacco is what? What were you saying? Tobacco's uh, probably not good for you. I mean, it's in small doses. It's actually healthy. It's actually good for you. So like circulation. Eleven blunts a day is not the thing. Probably not. I mean, just just being honest, it's probably not. 
it's and it's probably hard to maintain a super uh you know like fucking athletic lifestyle if you're smoking that what many. hey i'm just saying dude. let's go dude do you let's see go. my fucking my, my I do. cardio shit I do i'm out here <laughs> i see you. i'm sweating it all out i see you i'm sweating it all looking like almond milk <laughs> I do. I'm entertained though because you're like smoking weed while you're working out. Yo, <laughs> it's the whole video. new work. It's that fucking getting fit ripped off. Well, you know what? Listen, man. Now, like, since we're talking about back in the day, I used to do the hundred, the hundred and five. I do. I remember hundred, yeah, hundred push-ups and then five, and dabs. then five dabs. I do twenty push-ups and then do a fat ass dab and then do twenty push-ups and do a fat dab. That was like back in the day. I remember we also used to do what was that the Vern thing? You take a dab and then do ten push-ups and then exhale. Yeah, that was, was an like, aneurysm no, waiting to happen. Yeah, it was it was the stupidest thing that we did, but he had a term for it. But uh, I don't know what like the fuck we that used was. to do stupid shit like we used that. to do body bag dabs. What's that? Which is like a fucking two and a half gram dab. Oof, I, or ninja dabs. Like remember? a hot. Oh yeah, getting ninja dab was dope back in the day. No, nowadays, it nowadays you get dropped ninja dab in some. No, I, yeah, yeah. Please don't that get that in my banger. Cool. What the fuck? What the fuck Even are we back doing then, here? like yeah. I'm trying to smoke some good terps, and you're gonna throw some fucking oh, whack some ass fucking... bho crude distillate. Especially on if there? it's like a random person that fucking oh, ninja what? dabs you. Just trying I remember to... when they used to come with those syringes and put it on your fucking oh, nail, dude. I like get the fuck out of here. That's the one thing. I'm not into dab and distillate. I think. That is a little much. That's that's way Dabbing that right distillate. there. If you're just shooting distillate into a nail, you you, <laughs> you know what I mean. There's a reason for that. That's not like that's not like you know what I like to just buy distillate and fucking fill a nail. I puddle up puddle gang distillate into a fucking. What about nail. distillate edibles? Oh, that's the trappiest shit I've heard in years. <laughs> that's fucking. That's trappifornia. At its best, <laughs> fucking Jesus. The, the you, sprayed you, out. What edible? do you think eating distillate is that? Okay. Get you fucking lit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but get I you feel lit. like that's what gets 890 sick. milligrams. You know, 800, 900 milligrams per gram. So you're looking at like you know pretty fucking heavy. And they're spraying it, so who knows how thick that shit's coming? Yeah, out. who knows how much you're actually. I've eaten getting. those trap ones and gotten. Fucking woken up like at two thirty in the in the afternoon Vomiting. the next day, not even just lit like dried up like SpongeBob, fucking looking like Patrick under the rock, feeling very bad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> never mind like the high that you get, and you wake up in the middle of it and eat everything and fucking. It's, it's hard fall because asleep. it's like your favorite candy or snack, and it's eat just everything. So you're like. Usually, I'm used to just killing a fucking bag of this shit. So, like, my body's just like, eat it all. But you don't realize that they just soaked it in some. 200 to 300. I remember. 400 milligrams. We remember the secret sesh. We were, we would be fucking having all these. Oh fucking edible companies, this, these hey, bro, bank at try, home. Oh, just fire shit. Too. Yeah, here's some shit. Here's 5,000 milligrams. Remember the cake pops? Dude, I'd eat like what? five, six cake pops at a session. Yeah. Fucking I used, wasted. I don't, sometimes I don't know how I got home. Dude, I would literally, I would consume like a thousand milligrams of those sessions. Yo, well, and I, same thing. I wouldn't know how the booth would get closed up. Like, what am I, I doing? Fucking, for Diamond Baron, I don't know how I got home or what happened. What am I that doing? That shit would be fucking tone. Uh. <laughs> tone would just be like roaming around. Those things were fucking insane. What they still do that now? Those sessions? Um, those going down? Legally or not legally? What's the I, with I think they're still. I think they're still the, the. You used to go hard at the sesh. That was your life. Well, you, you know, built a strong audience from the sesh. We built a lot of brands. We we oh, yeah. we started a lot of careers at the sesh Uncle too. Uncle Tim. Yeah. We uh. Well, I'm talking about all the brands too that yeah, used oh, to be many, there. Like, many, dude. Like you can name some of the top brands, and they were at the sesh. Yep. 
Fuck. I'd be like, True. Field was fucking there. Everyone, like, Nature's Loud. Everyone, and, Like, Green Wolf and all of them were there. Everyone. <laughs> like, Let's just go. Rosin was there. Like, Everyone. Yeah. That was like the birth of a like I've seen people go from asking me for trim dabs when I was on stage to having their own boots. That was and creating that was, brands for a long time. That was the only place you could get Diamond Baron was at those sessions, and then and yeah. then finally it got into TLC and some shops when it was med when it could be, and then when it all switched, you couldn't. But, yeah, but, so like when it went when you know Prop sixty four came and I started having compliant brands, I just kind of slowly. Uh, yeah. Step back. I remember from it. I, I mean, Hall of Flowers. I think was the transition for you. Hall of Flowers was a good one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then we have these compliant events that we've been working on, that are good. But you know, I'm focusing a lot more on uh, just up, up, just just up in the content and the production. It's of the content. needed. Our industry has like a certain stigma, certain things that like they're not there. But the money that's being made in the industry, it's all there to support it. It should be there. But it's not there. You I, know, just, it I just exist. feel like a lot of different things. Our culture, like what we came from before it became so legal and just like I mean, I, awesome. I know you've had some issues with law enforcement in the past. Back in the day. And yeah, in the past, in the past. During the like two fifteen, during like all Well that. we were activists, so that was we kind of made so ourselves you were tar the yeah, target. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when you speak up for something, they use you as examples. Of course. So like, you know, you've been through it. Like we were I was working at shops when I was scared of getting raided. I would go to classes on what to do if the yep. DEA would come in. Uh, if you're being followed from a shop, like how to respond. Like I was working and in this industry when the, like a lot of people don't know of that of that culture no, and don't have that in their set. Like I've seen people, we've made it so easy for people with social media and these sessions where it's just easily accessible for them to get whatever. Like, you know how hard it was for me to find weed in my fucking, oh. <laughs> in my beginning of my smoking career? I moved, I moved to Cali, I moved to California in 98. <laughs> And it was like medical was already here from 96. So right when I got here in 98, I'm like, wait, you can go to fucking store. You can go yeah. to and I went to BPG in probably like the end of 98, 99, like the beginning of 99. I got my first card and went to BPG. And that's the first dispensary I ever went to, the old round, you know, circular Berkeley patient group spot. And I went in there and I'd been to Amsterdam before that multiple times because right. we, we were growers and we'd go to Amsterdam and buy seeds and come back and... And we'd go to Amsterdam and experience that and go to Dairy's spot and fucking all kinds of different dope spots. And then you'd come back and just hole back up and grow your fucking weed and sell it to the people you sold it yeah, to. Yeah, your little circle. Like, yeah, you, you didn't fuck with quiet, nobody. You don't, no. like, let no one know. Because if you did, this is and what people don't realize. They if, would smoke their homies out, and their homies would be like, I need someone. They'd be like, yo, can my homie? I'd be like, fuck no, don't tell them it's me, fucker. Well, here's the major <laughs> difference that no one talks about or even, like, the fact that if you got caught with one grow room in your house... You know, with with four lights, or maybe you know, maybe four trays, or four lights with X amount of plants. If it was more than a hundred plants, even just a hundred plants, you could they could fucking throw the book at you. You could get like ten years in fucking jail, and then they could the state could fuck you by throwing your case up to the feds if you really tried to fight them and fuck with them. And they had this system set up where they would just nail your ass. And and I have a friend right now that's doing that's doing 27 years for owning a dispensary that was legal. And the, the city tried to kick him out, so he fucking sued them, and then they brought in the feds and prosecuted him, and he's still sitting in prison now. So it's like, what, what everyone up. doesn't realize now up. is that the stakes were fucking high. Like, you had, you had multiple grows. Maybe you had multiple rooms in your house that were grows. There were guys that had multiple houses 
that had multiple rooms in them with mul- you know yeah multiple like, multiple multiple like, so it was it just upped the ante for them to be like oh you're f-. and what they would do is they'd be like oh this is fucking a rico charge and they would just ham the shit up man and take everything you had and fucking it was aggressive and, and it was even aggressive in california you know when medical was going down you know when medical was here that it was just new in yeah. 98, you know, it only started in 96. Yeah, my first time in the shop was 2001. Yeah, so so yeah. And that, at that time, it was fucking crazy because you'd still get raided by the cops. They'd beat you, and then maybe luckily, when you went to court, they'd be like, oh, by the way, there's some laws here we found, and it's uh, that's medical marijuana, and he does yeah. have this paper, Your Honor, and they're yeah. like, oh, well, you can't do that to him. And, and then after they took all your shit and beat you and wrecked your fucking life... Then you got to go on as a, as an innocent man, yeah. and maybe you got your shit back, you know. But that was the that's how great the law was then. And then it eventually got to the point where, you know, they'd raid a dispensary or two, and they'd sue them, and they'd get their shit back, and that made yeah. pre- you know, so it was just, all precedent. A, a super inconvenience and a lot of money to go through all yeah. that shit, and you got fucked, man. And it, and what? Yeah, it was just it was so different, and it, and it was better. Because you could sell pounds for four grand, yeah. you know, 4,400, 4,600 bucks. I remember and, those. And days. seven, I, you know, and then those pounds. 20 years ago, I was, I was selling like, it was like dude, 7K, dude, I was selling. Well, those, shit. that's down here, but those pounds down in here. NorCal. So my dude from NorCal, like, I ended up getting, this is like 20 years ago, guys, all right? So last uh, week, what are you so, talking about? Uh, so, <laughs> like, I ended up, you know, getting relationships with, gro- like, mountain men. Hand dude. jobs. Like, like, you know, my eights turned into ounces, turned into fucking half pounds, turned into, like, I'm getting pounds from these dudes, and I'm, like, starting yeah, to distribute. Yeah. And these dudes were so weird to, like, meet up. And I'm, like, a, a suburban kid from the valley, dude. Yeah. So I'm just like, da-da-da. And they're, like, these are these mountain Trucks. men who are just, like... What's like, up, bro? How you doing? Yeah, but they're, like, super weird about going out or, like, being seen because they have all these properties Massive and they just don't know and, who, like... Well, never mind. Those dudes were driving seven, eight hours yeah. down here in a truck with, with mud dog, all over yeah. it, with a tr- mud all over it from Mendo, fucking, <laughs> fucking flying down the five, like, and then they get into LA after that, and they're a fucking, you know, God, like they stick out so heavily. Yeah, dude. They pull up to a hotel or anything. It's just, like, then they come you? out with hockey bags. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's, it's, it's yeah, they lived scary, man. That was crazy shit back in the well, day. Well, we got Moxie in the village saying hi, Addy. Hey, we got a bunch up, of people. They've been dropping your link for uh, your IG and your. Hova. Yeah, Turpova. We're with Addison right here at Turpova on IG. 800 pounds mantra. He got a lot of things going. Look, look, look. We're talking way too much. I want to talk about what you got going on real quick because we nah. could be talking about all that concentrates and shit for more. But I know you have some things working on. I know you has had some things in the bag. I have some gifts for you. Wait, what? I did. I did. You want the gifts first, or what do you want to do? Gifts now, or you want to do gifts a little later? What, right, what, fuck it. Let's do it now. What you do you mean? Right, Hell you yeah, dude. What? Gifts? I'm not gonna say no. Let so, go, dude. and this kind of lines up with like what we're doing. So right now, uh, what are you doing? So back in the day when I had the lab, and we I launched have a lab, the lab right here right now. By the way, oh, I we'll can, get on that too. I can I'm test down right to now. It. So back in the day when we launched the lab, we were the only we were the only way that growers could test the potency of their cannabis. So before that, it was more about like how it looked, how it smelled, how it smoked. But then we come in. We didn't care about what was on the bag. We cared about what was what in was the in bag. What was in the bag, exactly. So the point was, is back in the day when we created the testing lab, uh, it was like bringing a ruler into the room and letting these dudes measure their dick because no one really could tell if something was more potent than something else other than personal, right. you know, personal opinion. speak, opinion. Or yeah. 
So once we did it, once science got involved, it just attracted everyone. So if you were an edible producer, you wanted to bring it in and get it tested. If you were a concentrate producer, you wanted to get it tested. If you were a grower, you wanted to. So it was a magnet that built this crazy ass Rolodex of people in California that we worked with. And then it was even like you, like guys that we met that worked at dispensaries end up becoming, you know, fucking folks, people in cannabis, you know, so everyone smoke weed. What are you talking about? So it's just everyone kind of branched out. So I ended up with a great, oh, I I will. That's, that's pretty rough though. Yeah, no, you don't have to smoke this. You got some, I, I, but dude, that to to somebody that's fire as fuck. Chat, look, you got everyone in chat. That'd be fire to somebody. That's not, I'm not even, I'm not, listen, I'm not above anything. We're spoiled, dude. That's the other thing. I'm not above anything. Like, I'm not above someone giving me a dab. I'm not above, like, I am. dabbing that. Why? Why? It's, just, it's always interesting, man. Because you know why? Because you could do a dab of good stuff after and wash that shit out of your mouth. Well, I don't want that bad. <laughs> like, I've done enough bad dabs. Look, look. Mm-hmm. I've done the sesh where I used to go to every table. I remember. And take a dab from everybody. And everybody who approached me and wanted me to hit their dab, I would hit their dab. And I would get high with everybody. That's where COVID started. But... Look, listen, we could talk about that. Oh, we, there's a whole other segment we could talk about with this industry and sharing pieces oh and, and that whole thing. But, but we, I would hit every joint, segue. every blunt, dude. And then that's why in 2017 oh, I stopped passing and stopped hitting. I said, you know what? I love everybody, but there's just too much. I'll give you weed if you want to smoke. I'll smoke my own. You smoke personal. your own. We're good. I'm smoking on a personal. Personals are respected nowadays. By myself. Yep. Now everyone does it regularly. You could tell the stature of somebody, too, if they're coming from the personal position. Because if you're... Because weed is such like a share and love and treat and joy. We're jaded. We've been in this for so long. Like... Our heroes have died. <laughs> like this shit's dude. Just, I'm an ass- this shit's crazy. You know, I'm like, an asshole. In- I'm cool with people. I'll fucking smoke my blunt, and then they're like, "Hey, can I hit that?" And I look at them, and I'm like, "Bro, mm-hmm. I love you, yeah. but I don't pass. I'll give you, oh, I'll give you weed to roll, or I'll, I'll give you." you and they're, hash, like, they're like, "No, I don't want. No, I'm cool. I'm like, damn. Now I feel like an asshole, and I'm like, well, this is what you just telling me. You have herpes. Come on." I'm just fucking saying, like you could you could make something up. I'm like, ah, that's you don't funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as shit. You could make something, and that would make them feel better probably. But you know. That's yeah, and then they'd be like, oh yo, Adam got herpes, and it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Look, man, you could fucking just think of the people you'd be like making feel better, because they have herpes. Oh man, come on, dude. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to help people. I love out, your man. optimism. I I'm love just trying to help your people out. Optimism. So look, I will, well, let's segue from herpes. Um, so one of the things that we back in the day, I ended up becoming good friends with a bunch of different rad ass brands. One of them was Chiba Chews. I've always been friends oh, with Chiba Chews. Always worked with those dudes, James, my homie, uh, the homie Eric, the homie Dave. Those dudes are just killers. They're fucking smart. They're like the they're the first dudes that I ever saw that took a, a small cannabis idea and branded it and branded it like it was a surf skate and snow brand and sold it that way and and did their packaging correctly and standardized like chiba was really one of the first companies so legendary company strong brand one of probably most recognized uh what i would say like most recognized edible brand out there i respect a lot of brands that transition from the traditional to the compliant and are still relevant and killing it and then watching watching your friend you know james someone i've known for a long time go from the dude who was making the edible who figured out, you know, masticating it into this candy and, you know, and really grew Chiba Chews from a tiny company to this massive company. But um, that that's always rad to watch too. But the, my point is, is I got a bunch of Chiba Chews stuff for you. 
here. So I got a, a bag and some Chiva Chews and a shirt for your lady and a shirt for yourself. What? Um, so here, this is for you because we, we, we now, uh, 800 Pounds Mantra manages all of Ooh, the- Ooh, and I got some snacks. And the snacks. And this, this is, so what's cool about this too, the, the production is all done by our friends at show. And uh, over at the Rosentech Lab spot over oh, in uh, my Torrance. Family. Yeah, our fam. So those guys are doing the production and they're doing some of the distro. Uh, but Chiba, uh, 800 Pounds Mantra is managing the, the deal for, for Chiba in California uh, for their production and, and uh, distribution. So. Dope, dope. so enjoy. Dope, dope. Some swag, dope, some nice. Dope. So that bag, you can use that bag when you go to the gym. Take which will be fresh with a nice duffel. There's a shirt in there for you for the. For the morning, and then there's a shirt in there for your lady, because I know she, we don't want to leave her out. So she, that fit her, should be good. Chiba who? Chiba crew. Chiba crew. There you go. There's some, there's some uh, green hornets in there. Chiba does green hornet, which is a gummy. They do the, the taffy, and then they also uh, do some chocolate, which is daba. So, oh yeah. yeah Enjoy, man. Yeah, I love Dab Nation. We're actually uh, relaunching HSN, the highest shopping network. I know. And we will be debuting it and redoing it live on Twitch, July 25th, 1 yep. p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You will see a whole new fucking produced budget show. Oh, it's well done. I can't it's, wait. It's going to be uh, kind of like the 420 vibe show that I did, but uh, for the HSN style, and mm -hmm. you will be able to get specials and win prizes. We are doing giveaways live on the show as well, yep. and it's going to be a great time, so uh, stay tuned July 25th Mark your calendars Tell your friends Let's make it happen Which is also leads me To the holiday That I'm gonna start celebrating what do you That got? I'm gonna start what creating We spoke a little bit About 420 Yeah The Waldos How it became A whole thing And now you said It's a it's a boomer holiday Damn I'm still coming out With the gifts More gifts I wasn't done Oh shit We got the Ultra Turpy Turp Club We got the The rig coasters Some Coasters for here the rig coasters and uh, I got a t-shirt. And we're, we're doing that brand with Rosin Tech too. Ultra Terps. So you know me, we stay terpy. You'll see it in stores soon. It's launching. It's a it's a so what it is is a price point uh, hash brand. So from BHO all the way into solventless price point. All we're gonna be doing all the procurement throughout all For the different companies. Eight hundred pounds. 800's doing okay. it. We're partnered with uh, Show. That's our partner on that project, and they're doing the manufacturing and, and the distro. So. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. I, I'm, I'm probably also going to be in Vegas with them. We may be there, yeah. For uh, the alcohol, because the alcohol ah. is now available. Okay. Uh, not only on my website, but if your local head shop needs some alcohol, please let them know. Yeah, we will get I, it to I only use alcohol, actually. Hey, thank you. It's that. true. I do. We get that. From, <laughs> we, we use a lot of stuff from Dab Nation because we have such a good relationship with those guys. Thank so. you. Thank you. All those right, are so the homies. The holiday I want to celebrate. Yeah, what do you got? All right, so listen. I'm trying to find my rosin. Okay. I don't know if I have it here. I might have left it out. Does it have a flag or anything for your holiday? You got any of that picked out yet? Yeah, I got it. A all. color? You got All a right, color? so listen. Listen. Okay. 420, Boomer Holiday. It's the old one. Cool. We just celebrated the 10-year anniversary of 710, the oil holiday, mm -hmm. which is cool. We all dab. But there's a lot of people out there now, like me also, who like to mix both. 1114? 
Why 14? Is it 14? <laughs> I don't, I'm bad at math. That's why I just threw it So me there. being Jewish and thinking of numbers all okay, the time. Okay. So I got 420. I got 710. But look, I make blunt rosin. You know what I'm saying? All I kinds put, of weird I shit. I put yeah. hash in my blunts. They call them donuts. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, we've we been putting uh, uh, hash hash and weed together for a long time. Remember twaxing it? Oh, I remember yeah, we used to yeah. put shatter around the joint. And we used to make, make it happen. Fire so uh, my yeah. holiday that I'm doing is... Is 1130. Okay. Which is 710 plus 420. It'll spruce up that weird that chode period between Christmas and New it's Year's. Right during the holidays. It's right in after the hol- Thanksgiving. It's bangs in the, yeah, but okay. look, 1130 a.m. is very reasonable to smoke at, and so is 1130 p.m. It's not inconvenient okay. to uh, uh, celebrate at any a.m. or p.m. time at 11:30. It's at a great time of the year, the holiday season, when everyone is happy. Yep. We can have so many amazing, exciting things going on, like gift bags for people to give to their friends and family that are still shy and in the closet, or new reefer rookies, and you can introduce them to. The community by okay. coming to an amazing so 11:30 event. Do you feel a little hallmarky because you're creating a holiday? Hell no. Nah. And then you're gonna profit from that holiday? Hell no. Nah. All right. I, I feel like a like a <laughs> gondrepreneur. Okay. Well, I feel you. I do. I feel you. And I think you you can take you can state claim. You can stay I, clean this day. I, I, I went all the way back on my Facebook post. You remember the Olympics? I remember. Yes. Do you remember what year that was? Dude, I remember the event. Listen. And I remember being I did there. an event in the parking lot in the valley at the, in at August. At a dispensary. I, rem- I was fucking there. It was the hottest. It was the hottest day in the you valley. You didn't even have to heat the nail. You just we, held it out. We tried to have an sun. outdoor air conditioner that didn't work. No, it was fucking But Addison hot. was a judge. I was this a judge. This 2012. I went, I went there. It was when the podcast had a co-host. Yep. It was when we had... Manny. Blunts. Manny Blunts. I yep. had a stage built. We had a sound studio that we recorded. Ken, I was there. Was we, there? We were all there. That's <laughs> we what's were crazy. There. People don't know. I remember that. We had. I took. We're all fucking there. I took Olympic <laughs> games because it was Summer yes. Olympics, and I made weed games out of it. Yep. We did the hundred yard snap, which was whoever could smoke a gram of flour the fastest would win. We did the forty yard dab, which was. A gauntlet of four different rings. We did synchronized dabbing, where there was people who had to fucking dab the same way. It was like groups of two or more. We did a fucking dab skipball game, mm-hmm. where every dab was a point and you could play defense. We had the triple jump, which was a fucking bong rip, a dab, or you had to roll a blunt, hit the bong, and then take a dab. We had all these events. This is 2012, bro. Four people died that day. Listen, no no one died. (laughs) I remember that day. People got really hot. It was fucking, I think, people were close to death. We had, we had, West Coast Cure was a sponsor. I remember. We had Dab Tools, Skillet Tools was a sponsor. Cali, uh, the dispensary. uh, 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 Cali Connection was a sponsor. Yep, swerve sponsor. Uh, We had, uh, 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 what's green flower? We had like three dispensaries. dispensaries. This is 2012. This is when I was Adam Macadocious. Yes. I wasn't even Adam Ill. That's right, Fernie. You fucking know. Yep, this is back in the day. (laughs) This is back in the day. Look, we are pioneers in this space. Like I said, like I didn't know there was a like culture community in this area, in, in this field. I just thought you know weed was weed and you just get it. I got it from my fucking like cousin. But what it, and what shit. it came from was so the dispensary 
think really was fed by growers. Growers were kind of able to come out out of the woods and out of the wild because dispensaries could just buy weed from whoever <laughs> the fuck, from whoever grew it that had a medical recommendation. So you, the grower would come down the hill, get a medical recommendation, and then have all his friends in his neighborhood give him their recommendations, and then he'd go back to wherever he was from in the hills, and he'd fucking be like grow. He like legitimize his grow. And he would grow a bunch of weed and then come back down the hill to the dispensary and sell it. And Adam would, you know, get that weed and sell it in the dispensary. And we would test it. And that was, it was all the dispensaries were fed by these growers. And then later on, some of those dudes were able to invest their money and get licensing. Their own stores. And become these other brands yeah. or stores. And then it evolved from, like, our friends, our good friends from Green Wolf became Loud Pack. Yes. And that became, Matt, you know, the, the numbers that we saw. Like, like, those are our richest friends. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, we just watch. You I watch. Mean, I, I fly down some PJs with Dude, them. how many fucking friends do we have that have, and this is what's nuts. There's a lot of monies in this shit, too, which is crazy. Oh, my but God, dude. How many friends do we have? We could sit here right now and talk about our friends that are fucking in the stratosphere. Dude. Hundreds, like, and I was just like millions hey. of dollars. Hey, dude, guys. Like. Well, I, mean, I honestly think, too, that it's, you got your lane. And if you ain't trying to hurt nobody or fuck anybody and you stay in your lane, it takes a little longer to, to get to where you're going. And that's like, okay, put, I'll put your that. own shit together. Well, because too, it's like, you can go from owning, you, a lot of the dudes I know owned 10% of X company after investors came in, after all this happened. Yeah. Or you can walk around those giants and own 85 or 90% of your company of your brand and and do just as good business but it's going to take you five to ten years to do it it's gonna take you much longer because you're learning these profit you know these profit revenue streams and other things that are within the existence of these bigger businesses all the business terms you didn't know about as a trapper see and you just it's it's <laughs> that that's kind of like the path i think like now especially with with uh, 800 you know one thing you start using and figuring out you have all you know all these people you know all these different business owners you know all this shit like what are you going to do with it how do you monetize it how do you make money or how do you make hash better with these connections and we came up with this idea we've been selling so we've been doing some consulting where we consult the farms that are growing the material and they freeze it and then we would be contacting and talking with our friends you know the guys that own uh big oil co which do bear labs and they do right. all the west coast cure stuff and you know or or our buddies that own even some you know candy stripe or some of the other companies or kalia or any of those guys they're all they're all buying fresh frozen on the rec market so for the last year or so we've been working with uh the farmers and doing uh procurement consultations for those guys and helping them sell uh, you know, get contacts and get direct with these these hash makers. So the, what we've noticed, though, is through the year, a uh, year and a half, uh, a little more, a lot of the list that you get, a lot of the product that's available is either all the same stuff or it's, it's you know, it's just not viable. So what we did is went to uh, Pacific Reserve, which is Brian from Vitals Organic Nursery. He's a partner in that. And if we have a nursery, we can get genetics to the nursery. So we went to all these hash makers that we know that are also breeders. You hey. know, ha hash are these breeders that we know that the are hash hunters. So they're all breeders and they're all hash hunters that are creating strains for hash. And some of them are smaller, some of them are a little bigger. Um, but we've gotten Oni to be involved in the project. Uh, we've gotten you know Taylor and uh, Big Valley Seed Co. or Little Valley Seed Co. that he has. Um, and, uh, and he's producing all these hash producers, these hash strains. So we're taking those, get them into the nursery, into the rec system, 
having the selection done, those cuts will go to these 30 or so farms that we have that are gonna then produce fresh frozen that will broker the same way for the farms into the fresh frozen supply with the same makers, but we're just now infusing and we're giving the breeders an option to be able to, to put their genetics directly into the washrooms, into the supply uh, more quickly. It's called Pyramid Pipeline. Uh, you can go on Instagram, check out Pyramid Pipeline. Okay. So we put that together to try okay. to just make, we're greedy and we want good hash. Yes. And we're we sick to, and yes. tired of fucking. I told you, you got them exclusive terms. You out here finding pheno hunting. We figured out a way, Turf hunting, and you're like, I got my own, I've got my own system. And it works really good for the breeder. It work, works good for the breeders because right now they're selling, they're selling their seeds. They're sort of expensive, like Masonic, like all the fucking good dudes, right? Yeah. They're selling their seeds. They're getting purchased by small guys that buy them. And they, they find that pheno, and then it goes into the trap. And and all these trap companies have these strains, but the, the big guys don't have them in the rec side, so the, the public's not really getting them. So this will help, help those seed companies get around that bottleneck and get their shit directly into a nursery and get their shit directly out so we can help. Look, look, they just out here trying to find the best terps to provide the best hash for you heady boys out there. Look, look, I told you he smokes better hash than your favorite hash artist. There's a way to do it. Yeah, to He's do like, it. look, I'm just going to just connect all the dots in Fix my Rolodex. Look, yeah. I see. see you, so you can make money to buy hash. So you're utilizing that, that, that network, dude, and creating a whole fucking yeah. new hash scene. And shout out to all those breeders that are getting involved. Taylor... You know, uh, you know the homie, the homies at Oni, and you know Doc, and and all the cats, all all the dudes, uh, North Coast Genetics. A lot of guys are working with us that sent us some real good hash producers. So we're gonna. There's 41 strains right now that are hash producers. They they have to be either 15% THC dried weight when they're flower, and at least a 4% producer. And some of the stuff Taylor gave us is no joke. Through Taylor's own wash on some of the stuff that he's produced. Uh, up to seven to ten percent on some of the washes for some of the stuff. So, um, yeah, so Let's some good go. producers. And some, that's what you were showing me before the show that Twitch got to see exclusively. That was well. That's our boy Ryan who owns Heady Waters, oh. who's just a killer. That that and he's one of these like Heady boys that hunts the strains that works with. Them. Like these dudes find terps that you never even fucking unearthed from the tombs of fucking terp. Listen, listen. The illest shit ever. And can, can, before we go, are we gonna go? Yeah, because Andrew keeps before coming we in go, here telling me like wrap it up. Chief. Before we go, can we just uh, give a shout out or just send yeah. some love to Phone Homie? Yes, our boy Rico. Yeah, what, what I've been seeing is what what yeah, happens. He, so he came out to Cali. Uh, he, he's doing a glass shop now, so he opened up a glass spot, a gallery he was gonna do. Okay, so he starts shifting in that direction, putting his energy into it, and when he did, he came out to Cali to visit some of the glass shows, some of the stuff that was uh -huh. going down as it opened up. And I guess he contracted uh, COVID. Oh, no. So then when he went home, uh, he didn't really address it immediately. And I think it just progressed on him. So oh, he's, no. he's recovering now, but, uh, but he's, he's still not completely out of okay. the woods. So well, I shout just out to Rico, dude. Love out to Rico. Phone homie. I had a great experience with him all good around man. the world, he's a good dude. Man. Very loved. Please, good. Yes. Addison, dude. Look, look. Andrew's here right here. He's over our shoulders. He's like, wrap it up, Time G. Wrap it up. up. He's wrap it up. He's saying, look, we could talk for four more hours about a whole bunch of shit. We'll just do this again. I'll yes, come back. for I'll come sure. Back. We'll make it happen. Thank you. This is part one. At Terpova on IG. Addison in the building. 800 pound mantra out here bringing you the best hash in the world. Kentron. Always a pleasure to have you, baby. You already know. Listen, the show. thank you to everyone who's been the tuning man, in wherever the, the hell you at. We appreciate y'all. Hayes Radios, where we're on. Y'all are amazing. Uh, July 25th, don't forget, Highest Shopping Network, live on Twitch. Let's go, kid. Let's go. Bye. That's fresh.